what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are Do you disagree? <laughs> okay, you know, moving on, moving on. Like, well, make it fun. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chick Chat. We are so glad to have you here. Hopefully, you are cozied up in your house, enjoying your quarantine. Um, not sure if you're listening from a state that is slowly reopening right now, but we're glad you're listening nonetheless. Hey, Jeanette, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So you are still holed up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, correct? I am. I'm still surviving the children, the extra co-workers. Yes. <laughs> Your your staff. Everyone's you know, still getting along at this point. You're you're managing HR properly with your your employees. You know my skills at you know leadership these days. <laughs> just I've taken the on the whole do whatever you want, just leave me alone approach. It yeah. works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you homeschooling? That seems to work for me. You guys are schooling, um, but you only have one child in school age. I. I do. So I, I would, I would call it home tutoring. Yes. I, I mean, you know, she's middle school. She really doesn't require as much, you know, how do I get onto this and what does this mean? And can you teach me how to do math? It's more of, you know, she's still getting instruction. So if she gets stuck, she'll be, she'll come to me and be like, Hey, can you just help me figure this out? And then I tell her and she's like, okay, I don't want you to help me anymore. <laughs> right. Fine by me. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the same boat. I have a middle schooler, but I do have a third grader as well. My middle schooler is very self-sufficient, just doing her thing with school, really just wants to tell me that she did it. And I kind of just take her word for <laughs> right. it. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm not doing my part, but really it's just... Did you turn it in? Okay, good. You know, right. that's it. Yeah, I'm on the honor system as well. Did you do yes. it? Cool. I have, I have yet to be like, let me see. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> and my third grade. My whole philosophy is if something's missing, the teacher will let me know. And you know what? I actually emailed my third grader's teacher directly and said, so is there going to come a time when you tell us if we're not doing stuff correctly or are you just kind of putting a check mark if you participate you know and he said I'll give you a heads up if like it becomes an issue so I'm like hey fair enough there that's that sounds fantastic so he's been great and my third grader luckily has my middle schooler to help her out so oh that's yeah that's good yeah that way she can play teacher and be mean and she doesn't really care move on and it's not you're the worst mommy and yeah they don't really don't care that's right we kind of um with my husband being home and working from home now and me working from home and then the kids you know 
quote unquote, working from home, um, you know, we wake up in the morning, we all just kind of retreat to our, our corners, if you will, of the house. And it's like, we all kind of rally up mid afternoon. So when work day is kind of done and then we all hang out and do stuff, but really we're all just kind of fending for ourselves, um, during the day. And, you know, I haven't gotten any notices that my kids are like not doing anything. So I'm, I'm good. They're happy. They're healthy. They play outside and they are apparently doing schoolwork. So, I mean, what else can I ask for? <laughs> yeah. As long as she passes to the next grade, I'm good. Hey, you know, my, and I, I, my, dare, I dare you to not pass my kid during this situation. Right. Tell right? me she didn't pass homeschool. I tell me she did not pass homeschool. Right. You had her the first three quarters. She was mine the last one. You're the one who didn't do your job. Just, my little quarter of this that's quarter my, of the year isn't going to help. Absolutely. And, you know, just, yeah, go ahead and try and tell me that, that there's like a bad grade associated with this. Like, and I will be changing you know, districts, you know? And I think I, I, my, my opinion is this should all be pass fail at this point. Don't don't give A's, B's, C's. Just say pass or fail. Well, you know those classes you take in college that are just pass fail, like bowling. That's what I equate this last quarter with, which are like I either pass or the best didn't. classes, right? So, yeah, our school system has pretty much said it's you know you either meet standards or you don't meet standards, and of course, then yeah. all these parents start being like, well, what are the standards? And the teachers are like, there are um, yeah, the teachers are like, um, when we have a Zoom call, just pop in and at least let us know, like, you're paying attention. And that's about it. You know, they can't formally yeah. grade this situation because everybody's doing it a different way. Like, well, and you honestly don't know that the teachers are on the honor, honor system as well, right? You honestly don't know how much help the kid's being given. Yeah. So... Yeah. There's that situation too. And you know, um, I'll give it to the teachers. Obviously, this is a crappy time for them too. Like this is all oh yeah. new for them too. And so I don't put super high expectations on the teachers for this. And I wouldn't blame right. them for any of that. So therefore, you know, I think they aren't obviously putting the highest expectations on the kids either, which is fine. Um if you know, if this was something that we've been doing for years you know, off and on for half for years, then yeah, this could be a little more ironed out. But really, the teachers have been super honest with us and saying, "Hey, look, just do your best." You know, because <laughs> yeah, because that's what they're doing too. They're just doing their best to get by on this. So, shout out to the teachers. Because yeah. my two favorite I don't memes going around that. now among my Facebook friends are the first one is. Does anyone know when the class list teacher class list comes out for next year and who my te- who my kid will have for as a teacher? I hope it's not me again. <laughs> and then and then the second one is does anybody have the phone number to who I call to get a substitute teacher? That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's just, you know, everybody's everybody's in a new situation. We talked about this on the last episode. The benefit of this in my mind and I, I hate to call it a benefit, but like the the positive outlook on this is that we're all in this together. Everybody's going through stuff that is not normal to them, you know? And so, I mean, stay at home moms have it different than they did before. Working moms, working dads, everybody, it's all different. So 
you know, shout out to everybody that's, that's dealing with this and just doing the best they can, you know? Um, Yeah. And, you know, I've already decided that the teachers at this point next year, fingers crossed, were open um, to start school in the fall. They can put anything they want on that list and they'll get, they'll get it plus a spare. Absolutely. You can have whatever you want. I'll start. If you want me to order pencils from Sweden that you like, because they write prettier, cool. I'm starting to do it. Yeah. Like, you know how, you, you know, they, they tell you like every time, whenever you're pregnant, they tell you anytime you go to the grocery store over nine months, grab a pack of diapers. And that way yeah. you're not buying like a whole bunch. Like I'm just going to start buying school supplies now okay. and put it I'm going to grab a pack closet. of pencils every time I go. That's Mostly right. Sleep paper. You got it. And whenever we go back in the fall, it, I'm going to make it rain up in that classroom. <laughs> That's right. Tell your teacher, boom, you can have this. <laughs> I'm going to send in a U-Haul. Like, can you have somebody meet me out front to unpack the U-Haul for you? Because it's, it's quite extensive. I love that video that came out like a year ago or whatever of that lady that's walking through Target. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. because she'd had her kids home during the holidays or something, you know, or summer break, I guess. And she's like, you know, you need a carpet. I'll buy you a carpet. Like you need, <laughs> you need a vacuum cleaner. I'm going to get you a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all on board. Yeah. Oh, teacher's gifts next year. The, um, you know, when you give your teacher's gifts on teacher appreciation week or for like Christmas or end of the year. Yeah. They are about to clean up. I'm, I'm going straight cash. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had this trip. I got some miles on my on my credit card for a plane ticket. Where you want to go? <laughs> you and your husband just tell me where you want to go. I'll book the tickets. They're yours. Would you like to take my kids with you? Ask, hey, and you don't have a husband? Fine. Let's get you on a dating app. I'll find you somebody. I will find you. Go by yourself. Way. Take your mom, your dad, your sister, whoever. You- take your dog. I don't care. <laughs> buy your dog a ticket. I don't care. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be grand. It's going to be glorious. Yeah. At this point, I'm just racking up card miles for the teachers next year. Totally. I I think we should start a movement. Everybody (laughs) save up your miles for your, for your teachers. Your teachers, whatever they want. Want a new computer? I can get that for you. Teacher miles. (laughs) Don't worry. I got miles. I got (laughs) miles. You can have it. What kind you want? Well, matter of fact, you just go online. You tell me where it is. I'll log in as you. <laughs> just do it. I'll create you an account and we'll just go from there. Right. You just hop on the plane and you'll love where you go. That's right. Um, you know, so we talked last episode about how being at home, you know, we're obviously cooking more, we're eating more, we're having to adjust our abilities in the kitchen. I know I've, you know, um, my husband's been grilling out more, way more than we did before and all that's great. But I do have a serious question for you because I don't know your habits well enough, but are you an everyday shower person? I am, especially during the week because I am more productive if I get up first thing in the morning take a shower, I feel like it just helps me at work. Correct. Like I'm awake. I'm, I'm, you know, I've got clean clothes on and, and, you know, and now we do, we sometimes do more than we have before. I wouldn't say it's a lot, but more than we have before we'll do virtual calls or virtual meetings, just depending on how many people are on the call or who the calls with. So I'm like, I've got to at least do my hair. You know, I'm tired. I'm sure they're tired of seeing me in this hat. 
or in this bun. But I have actually been getting up um, before, you know, my daughter had to be on the bus so early that I would get up, get her ready, um, get her on the bus, come around, do a couple things around the house before my one-year-old woke up. Then, you know, get him ready, get him off to school. Then I'd come home once everybody was all gone out of the house. My husband was at work and then I'd take my shower, mm. um, you know, either right before a meeting or in between my meeting schedules. But I really feel like I need that motivation now because if I don't do it first thing in the morning with the kids around the house, I'll never get it done. Right. Absolutely. I am in the same boat. I am a shower every day, and in fact, I I need it to kind of, I don't need it, I guess, but like I like having it done before I even start doing other yeah. stuff. Um, I was so much that during the school year, the, the face-to-face school year, I, um, my kids too, you know, would have, um, have to be up early and ready. And I tried to get up before they woke up and go ahead and take a shower so that when they go off to school, I can start my day right away. <clears throat> Excuse me, right away. And I need, um, I just need that that wake up a little bit. And uh, yeah. I'm like you, I feel more productive if I do it. And, um, and during quarantine time, um, I have still been doing that. And luckily my children have kind of stuck to their normal sleep schedule and wake up time and everything because they really prefer to get up first thing and do their schoolwork for that day and mm-hmm. knock it out in the morning. And so they get up, do their breakfast, and then they knock out school stuff. So I've tried to keep on my same schedule of getting up super early, go ahead and get my shower. I'm ready. I'm doing the day like I normally do. But so, so this, I was curious about this because you see all the memes online, you see all these videos and stuff like that about people in quarantine that are just like, Hey, I actually put on pants today or (laughs) look at me not wearing a baseball hat, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. And so I started thinking and I was like, I looked up online some stuff about, you know, keeping yourself up during quarantine. And I found this article that I wanted to mention really quick. It, It, the title of the article was you know, how often do you really have to shower during lockdown? So I was kind of shocked by this, but according to the American Academy of Dermatology, it's actually recommended to shower as little as twice a week because it allows your immune system to develop outside of a sterile environment. And I'm sorry, that just ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, mm. yeah. even before quarantine, that wasn't going to happen. No. And I know people that like um, maybe take a shower and then they don't wash their hair because like right. yeah. their hair doesn't need it necessarily because it maybe dries out their hair or whatever. Right. So, or they have yeah. that type of texture that maybe just doesn't, can't handle a shower every day. And I get that, but they, right. but they still were taking showers, you know, <laughs> they just, don't wash their hair. Um, so anyway, so I mean, I, I was just kind of surprised that the Academy of Dermatology is telling us you don't have to take it up to like twice a week. And then saying it's for your immune system. Like, 
now I feel like ashamed for taking a shower every day. But um, really it's saying that a lot of people obviously do shower daily, um, whether it's for personal reasons or whether they just are super active. You know, maybe they're working out every day and they're yeah. sweaty. Maybe they are, um, maybe their skin needs it. Um, so, you know, there's little things, but just kind of wanted to pass that along. Hey, Moose, our producer, Moose. Moose, are you there? Hey, guys. Hey, how often do you shower? Every day, no question. No question. No question. I mean, even even during quarantine. My showers have increased since quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're bored, right? It's like, what do I do now? It is. It Are is. you working in the wood shop? <laughs> it's increased yard work. It's like I'm. Uh, I go outside go. and yeah. like in for my lunch break instead of like just coming home and eating. Like my lunch break consists of weeding the garden and mowing the grass and yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. So yeah, like at least once a day, sometimes twice. Okay, well, fair enough. I mean, we're all in the same boat here. But just so you know, Moose, you don't have to, and it's socially acceptable to not have to take a shower up to like twice a week. I would like for you to come to my house and tell my wife that. No thanks. I'm I'm um not not doing it even six feet away. No intervention in domestic disturbances from the chick chat post. You got it. You got it. All right, <laughs> thanks, buddy. All right. So that's just a little pro tip for anyone out there. We're not we're not gonna shame you for not taking showers during quarantine because from what we understand, you're building up your immune system. So yay for you. Good job during a now, pandemic. I probably, I take a shower every day, but I probably do take less now than I did pre-quarantine yeah. because I was always running around with my daughter yeah. for soccer. And so, you know, sitting outside for hours, you take a shower in the morning and then, you know, depending on how long you've been outside and what the day is like, if it's raining or if it's True. hot. I'm always taking another shower, at least two a day at that point. Or she's at practice and I'm yeah. walking and I'm exercising while she's practicing. So I've slowed down the showers, but they're they're definitely every day. <laughs> I mean, right. right. we've gone to once a day versus twice a day, but they're still happening. Yeah. And I'm, you know, being quarantined, I'm sure my family also appreciates that. Exactly. That was going to be my next thing is like, um... I, I think it's just a, a courtesy thing when you're locked in, you know, four walls, essentially. So let's, right. <laughs> right. let's all be When I'm here eight hours a day by myself and just have myself to worry about, it's one thing. When I'm around three other people, like, I would like for us all to have baths, please. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to move on about something I'm probably more excited about than I should be. I'm not really sure why I'm so fascinated by this, but... um. A recent announcement came out that on May 19th, mark your calendar, May 19th on ABC, there's going to be a two-hour event called The Story of Soaps. And I believe- Like soap operas? Like soap operas. Okay. Okay. It's, it's like the history of soaps. They say that it's going to be detailing the effect that soap opera has had on televi- television. Like- you know, they're going to have all these producers and directors and stuff of famous ones, as well as actors, people who got their start on the soap operas, people that are, um, I think Andy, Andy Cohen's going to be the host, I believe. 
Um, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's people like, um, some of the people that you don't even realize are famous because of soap operas are going to be on there talking about how they got their starts. Um, did you ever watch any soap operas? Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to watch all of the ABC soap operas. So all my children, one life to live general hospital. Okay. So is this something that you did um, when you were older or did you grow up in a household like where your mom watched them or what? Both. Um, I'd say I probably really stopped watching soap operas probably after my daughter was born sometime. I don't know exactly when, but it it was sometime after I had her. So it's been several years. Um, But that's recent. Like every now and then I'll touch General Hospital because there's still a couple of characters on there that I know. Yes. But I'm completely lost if I try to do anything now. (laughs) Sure, sure. So I grew up with um, my mom watching Days of Our Lives. And then when I was in college, um, I guess so late 90s, there was somebody on my sorority hall that watched uh, General Hospital and I would catch bits of it and then I'd get sucked into it and know a little bit of the storyline. And then I remember telling my mom one time, I was like, oh my gosh, like we're totally watching a soap opera. You know, when I was in college, I'm like, we're watching a soap opera. And I said, you know, I knew a little bit about Days of Our Lives because I watched whenever you were younger, I would catch bits of it. But General Hospital is really good. And then my mom starts telling me the storylines that she knew from General Hospital because of the the media and the publicity surrounding them. Like she was super familiar with like Luke and Laura and the the wedding and everything that was like you know, supposedly the the big deal of the century or whatever, um, Bo and Hope from uh, Days of Our Lives. And, you know, it's it's just, it's funny to me that, that they're still around, I guess. You know, I mean, I know people that watch them literally every day. My husband calls them stories. So, you know, it's like any show that has this ongoing plot line and stuff. Because from what I understand, they're kind of considering things like Grey's Anatomy as a soap opera. Do you consider that a soap opera? Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Um, or any of those shows like that. I mean, I, I guess I only wouldn't, only because they're not daily shows. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I consider soap operas, although they do have some continuing stories, I guess they could be, yeah, I mean, I guess you could, because like Dynasty back in the day, they called those nighttime soaps, right? Correct. So I guess Grey's Anatomy could fall into the same category. What about yeah, sure, something like uh, the original 90210? Yeah, I guess the only difference I see in things like Dallas and D- Dynasty that were considered nighttime soaps and a Grey's Anatomy like that, those type of shows, is, to make up a word, over-the-topness. Like mm-hmm. Dynasty and Dallas just had some just interesting characters and over the top type of themes to their shows, the plots to their shows, you know, the endings to their shows. It was always really over the top. Whereas even, you know, Grey's Anatomy being set in a hospital, which I guess is similar to general hospital. I don't know if I'm sure other soaps are set there too, but that's the one I watched is that, you know, general hospital leaves the 
hospital a lot and goes to people's houses and yeah. Grey's Anatomy goes to there a couple times. Yeah. But they're not really over the top things. They they really focus on these are things happening in the world. These are real illnesses. I mean, they're not real doctors, but these are real medical situations yeah. that people deal with. Right. Well, I mean, think about like Grey's Anatomy in the sense that they even joke about it a little bit, like especially whenever Christina Yang was still on Grey's Anatomy. She was always saying things like, um, guys, we can't do this because we've survived a bombing, a plane crash, a shooter, a this, and yeah. all these different things that like had happened to them <laughs> within yeah. these like their years of residency. You know, so I mean, some of that becomes a little elevated, but you know, this this special, first of all, I love anything that Andy Cohen does, but it says that something that I think kind of I thought was neat was that. The description says the story of soaps will offer viewers a deep dive into the rich cultural history of soap opera and how many aspects of modern television dramas can be traced back to the, quote, storytelling structures that have been employed for over three decades. Additionally, the special examines how female creators became a dominant force in this genre after making the original transition over from radio and television. So they've put together a lot of people that are going to be on the show as guests, like Carol Burnett, Vivica A. Fox, Denise Richards, John Stamos, Chandra Wilson, Susan Lucci, and a whole lot more. So I'm excited. Mark your calendars. I think it's going to be a good one because there's always drama surrounding it. And it's something I feel like everybody has a connection to, whether they really want to admit it or not. I wonder if they'll go into why so many soap operas have been canceled or just stopped airing. Cause there's really only a handful on TV, like general Hospital's still on. Yeah. Um, and I think there's another one, like maybe young, I don't know if it's young and the rest one that I don't watch, but I know that it's on. Cause as I'm here and I've flipped through channels, I'm like, yeah, Oh, that's sure. a soap opera. Cool. Um, well, you know, daytime talk shows have become a bigger thing now. Um, yeah. And, and then of course the evening shows have turned more to maybe a soapy feel, if you will, maybe they're not exactly the same, but I mean, somebody like a Chandra Wilson, right. Or, um, um, you know, even Denise Richards, John Samus, they all went on to other shows and stuff. So maybe, maybe it's the stars, maybe it's the production cost, maybe it's the timeliness of, you know, maybe there's not the demand for an, daily soap a daily story um yeah nowadays people are just recording everything anyway so I don't know yeah and I wonder what they'll do with the ones that are still airing how they'll do that like will they just do a few people on set at a time and continue to air them or will they show reruns which would be weird I know they do that every now and then show reruns of soaps but that's usually during like Christmas or holidays you know it's it's not something that you, you you're actually shocked if you see a full week of reruns right because you know it's a special time of year like what are they gonna do right I I mean we talked about that last episode it was you know what it's, it's the same as the entertainment industry right you know I mean with soap operas right now during this it's not like they can just pause it like they can starting a new season of Grey's Anatomy or a new season of a sitcom it's they they're an ongoing thing and so i don't know 
be interesting. So, you know, I'm loving all these little specials that are coming out during our quarantines. Um, so this is just one more, the story of soaps. Again, it's going to be on May 19th on ABC. Um, we watched like the Disney sing along the other night. I've seen, um, of course we've watched the Michael Jordan, uh, the last dance. Have you watched it? Yeah. Oh yeah. We watched that. Yeah. (laughs) Of Um, course we watched that. (laughs) That's awesome. My husband, you know, is happy that that is coming out something to do with sports other than the 1986 curling championships that are on (laughs) replay on ESPN right now. So anyway, that's, I'm loving the specials. That's a positive that's coming out of this right now are these little thrown together specials. Um, moving on this, Speaking of specials and things that are people are doing a little out of the ordinary, um, have you watched the SGN stuff with John Krasinski? Some good. I news? have not. I've, I've heard yeah. about it, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh my gosh! So they're quick, like little 10, 15 minute episodes, whatever. John Krasinski. It's internet based. It's in his house, and he's reporting the news, but it's all good news. And it's hilarious, first of all. And it's just, I mean, I've been in tears probably every time out of like happy tears. Um, And then in his most recent one, he threw a prom for like the world. Um, And he broadcast it and he had all these famous people pop in through like Zoom, essentially. And um, so you could tune in like through a link online to this live prom and then and and they had like Billie Eilish and the Jonas Brothers and Lynn Manuel Miranda and all these people come on and do performances for the prom, Chance the Rapper and some other people. And then they had a DJ. And so then he took clips of it and of course reported on it during SGN. But man, he is hilarious. He's handsome and it is just fun to watch. And you said it's on it's it's on Instagram or where is it? Facebook. Yeah, you can just go Facebook. like on, oh, it's on Facebook. Yeah, you can just go on I just follow him and I can watch it. Well you can look he's got his own page now for SGN, okay. some good news. And I mean it started out that he just did it to kind of shine a light on nice things, you know, that are happening during sort of a whole bunch of bad. And um, so he, he's interviewed people, he zooms to like certain people he wants the spotlight, but his wife makes an appearance every once in a while. His kids made the sign for behind him. He stands up at the end of every episode and he's always got on like swim trunks with his blazer to look like he's a news reporter or whatever. It's just, it's just feel good stuff. I highly encourage you to go do that. Well, I just went and followed him. So hey, hey good do that oh they've got t-shirts what it is blowing up people are like loving it he he like went and surprised this covid unit in one of the hospitals in boston i believe and like took the nurses out in a bus to um to the baseball stadium because on baseball couldn't open up you know and so it was the red sox stadium and they or field and they got to throw out the ball and like all the baseball players like sent in videos of them doing a standing ovation for the nurses and everything. Oh my gosh, it's just good, good stuff. And he just started doing this during the quarantine or was he doing this before? Nope. This is purely quarantine driven. Okay. Yeah. But it's hilarious. Like some of them are super funny and then 
then there's something always touching about it. But his delivery is great, and they're really short to watch. So you can just watch it while you're scrolling on Facebook sometime. I think he puts out a new episode every Sunday evening. If I'm okay, it's, it's once a week, basically. Um, but it's just, it's been awesome. So I really want people to go watch it and support it because it's, I kind of, kind of hope something like that stays up after the pandemic situation calms down because it's just a good, good feeling. So glad you're following it. Now you can go watch it. All right. Um, okay. So here in this last little bit, let's talk about some of our favorite Bravo stuff that's going on right now. I don't know what you've been watching. We haven't discussed this, but I'm going to throw out a couple of things um, that are just a little extreme on Bravo right now. So two of the Real Housewives franchises that I watch have started back up. The Real Housewives of New York, the OGs, if you will, and the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Do you watch either one of those? Um, I don't watch. I mean, I try not to watch New York. There's just something about them that irks me. But um, <laughs> why? Who? That's the the whole the whole franchise irks me. But that's why I watch it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I think it's Ramona. And <laughs> mm, so, yes, I th- I honestly think that's why. And sometimes, um, oh, I forget the other one. The one who lives in the townhouse and she's. Oh, what's her name? Dorinda. Morgan. Morgan. No, I love Dorinda. Oh, okay, good. Um, um Sonia. Sonia. Yes. Sonia Morgan. Sometimes I like her. Sometimes I'm like, oh, Sonia. Yeah. And then the Countess is just completely over the top. So much. Um. So they have. But I enjoy. Her. I enjoy a good Dorinda. <laughs> she's a, Dorinda. kind of a mess this season too. Like I feel like she's she's a little overwhelmed in a bunch of things right now. But she's. I mean, it's still Dorinda, of course, but, um, so they have a new girl because this is the first season without Bethany and the new girl's name is Leah and Leah, I don't know many things about her yet. They've only had like two episodes or something. She appears a little bit younger maybe. And she's got like a child that is maybe in middle school or something, but she's not married. And, um, she's a little spunkier in the way that she's, I don't know, she's a little edgier maybe. So she has a couple tattoos, right? And Sonia flat out told her, and so did uh, Ramona, that they don't associate with people with tattoos. What? And I mean, they are because clearly they're being paid to right now. But they've made such a big old deal about our tattoos that this girl, like, they already kind of had their first falling out. But now everybody's, now they just pick on her about it. But looks like we're in for a whole season of this one being the rowdy girl because she's got tattoos, according to them. So we'll see how the season goes without Bethany for the first time. Um, What about Beverly Hills? You know, I'm on and off with that one. I know not a lot of people like, um, what's her name? Lisa Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. I really did like, oh, well, I do like her. So I, I was kind of disappointed when she left the show. I thought she made some good, t- I, think she, I think she makes good TV. She definitely makes good TV. She's just making um, good TV on her own TV show now. That's um, right. 
but yeah, so she's gone this season, and they I, have a new one. Yeah, there. and I saw the first episode, I think, with Denise Richards and... Oh, yeah, girl. There's hot drama this season. So... Yeah, I think that's why I'm watching it, because I heard there's going to be some... I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Let's see. Yeah, and it's not a spoiler, because we still don't know very much about it, but um, yeah. just to give the quick rundown, like, towards the end of the first episode, they show, like, here's what's coming this season or, or whatever. Right. And it talks about Denise quits the show like mid season. And they're kind of telling her she can't do that because she's agreed to the season. And I guess she's maybe on a contract or something. And they're all talking about how she's had this secret. She's had this secret to hide. And that when they approached her and it, the secret came out, she quit the show because she didn't want to talk about it. And for example, Lisa Rinna in an interview was like, uh, I don't want to talk about everything that's going on in my life, but I signed a contract saying I would, so I have to. And yeah. um, turns out like there's all this scandal because um, Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville had a relationship. And that's what she didn't want to talk about. And that's, I mean, so, so far, that's what they've alluded to was that the secret started coming out and then she quit the show because she didn't want to talk about it. And so Brandy has now come out saying that Denise actually sent her a cease and desist order to shut her mouth about their affair. Oh, hey, hey, I'm watching the season. I want to know. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah, sounds juicy. I know. Well, that's that's the whole point of watching them, right? You know, give me the dirt. Um, I'm just not, I mean, I, I'm, obviously we're going to find out more. But, yeah, I mean, so clearly contracts are involved and people breaking rules and stuff about quitting shows. But, um, and, you know, and I think obviously with some of those girls, like, I don't know that if Denise Richards is like, ashamed of it or something but it went on for months and months they said and when somebody scooped him on it she got spooked and and started you know shutting her mouth and not saying anything to people well then that just implied that there was something to hide so I don't know I don't know I guess they maybe she's ashamed of it for some reason I don't get it but is her boyfriend super conservative or something I have no idea I don't know. Like, I just, I mean, I guess it's not because they're, I, from what it sounds like, it's maybe I mean, not. I was married to Charlie Sheen. So I mean, how much worse exactly. can it get? You know, I judge you more for that. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if it's because it was two women that she's ashamed of or it was because she was actually, you know, she is in a relationship. Therefore, this was cheating, right? Oh, yeah, I could see that because I was going to say she, I mean, it was, it was a long, long time ago when she was much younger and I know, you right. know, it's early acting days, but she was in Wild Things. Yeah. So it's not like people would be shocked. Right. I don't, I don't know. And it's just, it's such, I don't know. So I'm anxious to find out um, what goes on. So consider that to be a topic ongoing for the rest of our episodes coming up. Um, speaking of Bravo still. Um, I'm watching Below Deck Sailing Yacht, which is sort of the new venture of the Below Deck seasons. Have you ever watched Below, De Below Deck? I 
I've seen, I think, I know I've seen the first episode. I may have seen two episodes, but. Yeah. Have you ever watched any of the Below Decks? Oh, yeah. I okay. watched the, the one with Captain Lee and Captain Sandy all the time. Oh, yeah. Because I love Captain Lee, by the way. Um, Sailing Yacht, to me, is very tame compared to the standard Below Deck, just the regular yachts. Um, but the reason I enjoy it is because I, I always think it's interesting to watch some of these people that come on um, as the guest and some of their demands and how they treat the service industry. And so from that, I am intrigued by a new show that's going to be coming on Bravo in early May called Camp Getaway. Have you heard about that? I have. Okay. I'm already drooling at that one. I was a camp counselor when I was younger, and so I love that concept, right? But this show is about the camp employees of an adult getaway camp. I don't mean adult as in as in dirty. I mean adult as in just grown-ups, right? Mm-hmm. So it's in the Berkshires. It's a, like, sleepaway camp. They have normal camp activities that you can enjoy as an adult, but it's basically a rich and famous one, if that makes sense. So we are, um, already have that booked on my, on my calendar to be on the lookout for Camp Getaway. Um, again, to really see what the upper echelon of people do when they're put in a camp situation. Okay. You always hear some dirty gossip about camp counselors and what happens after hours. I did see that someone gets in trouble. So I'm like, oh yeah, let's find out what that's about. Absolutely. Oh. I do love a good story plot and twist and drama. So I expect nothing less from the people that bring you summer house. I mean, <laughs> good gracious. That shows a hot mess too. I think I've talked about it before, but like, I'm just embarrassed for some of these kids. I call them kids because that's how they act on this show. Do I continue to watch it? Absolutely. But um, I, I can't even believe that some of these people are like functioning adults. Anyway. Yeah, I watch these shows and then realize that I would be the most boring person on TV ever. Super boring. Super in a reality boring. show. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing that. My parents are watching. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I got to go back home to a real job. Like, like, that's what I understand. Do people not, I, I get it. Like, if some people have left their actual jobs because now this be, has become like their cash cow, but do you not have other people in your life that would be embarrassed to watch this? Right. I don't know. Anywho. Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of the way I spend my evenings. I feel like during quarantine, we have done a lot of, like, like Moose was saying, um, you know, we've done a lot of yard work. We've done a lot of prepping around the house, doing different projects. We painted our bathroom last night, those type of things. And that's been really nice. But then when everybody goes to bed, mama watches her stories and it gives me a little juice for our podcast and it keeps me happy during a lockdown. So, um, yeah, that's all I had. I just wanted to kind of do a quick touch base with you about some of these Fun things that are happening during quarantine, ways that you can keep that smile on your face, even when you can't go shopping. And I'm good with that. I'm, I'm loving the not shopping. I'm realizing I did it way too much. Absolutely. Life lessons we're learning from being on lockdown. 
Um, okay. Well, you know, let's wrap this up. Um, you know, we, we talked about how, uh, we encourage people to go watch SGN, some good news with John Krasinski online. Um, as always, we give a shout out to all of our healthcare workers, first responders, restaurants that are doing to go orders, uh, schools that are filling goodie bags for the needy and making sure that children have meals when they get home, all of that stuff. There are still good things happening during some pretty dark times. And for that, I'm grateful, but I'm really grateful for you, Jeanette. Thanks for taking the time to talk. Absolutely. I look forward to this all the time. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, if hopefully the people that have been listening will also go check out all the other shows that we have on the mesh. So we're a podcast network. We've got shows about something for everyone. There's um, boy shows, girl shows, movie lover shows, business shows, golf shows, all kinds of good stuff. Um, so definitely go check out the mesh.tv. That's the website. Let us know if you have any thoughts, ideas, shows that you like. Chick Chat is on Instagram. We are um, always posting some fun memes and just things to give you a smile on your face. And we hope that you will join us next episode, which we will come back soon enough so that um, we give you a little entertainment while you are in your four walls. Jeanette, you take care. I'll do that. You do the same. Absolutely. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Moose, thanks for for running the show and holding the fort down in our studio. We will catch you guys next time. Stay safe, everybody. Bye-bye. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.